Hi, this is Karen Kelly, and you're listening to An Appetite for Life. There's a great mix on this show with various topics, amazing guests, and the occasional celebrity guest. I'm delighted to introduce my guest today on Appetite for Life, who's Nisha Rubin. He's a career educator, speaker, entrepreneur, artist, parent, and founder of the Career Leap. So welcome, Nisha. It's great to have you on the show today. Karen, it's truly my pleasure. So first of all, Nisha, tell us a little bit about yourself and briefly tell us about the Career Leap. Okay, so where do I start? I usually say in my career, right, I tried it all. I um, tried jumping from job to job every two years. I've done that. Yeah, we've all all done that, Misha. (laughs) Yes, right. Then I took a year off to discover my passion, and I'm using my quotation figures. And at the end, I tried to stick with one company for 15 years. And, uh, And throughout my career, I had this feeling that this is just not it, whatever I was doing. And even when I became a partner in this, you know, famous, one of the largest in the world management consulting firms, I still had this sense that I'm wasting my life away. Like I'm not doing something important, something that I'm here to do. So throughout my whole career, right, I've been an inquiry. How come my job is not meaningful and fulfilling? You know, that, that's basically... I was looking for these answers. And then, you know, one morning I actually got answers. You know, I came up with, you know, uh, I, I, I suddenly saw what was missing for me and I had language for it. And that was the birth of the career leap method. And then I worked with a lot of people. And as I was working with people and listen, throughout my career, I also managed a lot of career. I had hundreds of people reporting to me. So I always dealt with people careers. But when once I start working with people inside of the career leap method, I kept enhancing it because I was getting a sense of what it is people need, what it is people are missing. So the method kept evolving and evolving and evolving. And I feel right now it's in it's in fairly mature state, though, as everything else in life, it keeps evolving. So tell us a bit about your backstory, because you, you were just talking about your successful career in the corporate world, but you had your light bulb moment in the boardroom, didn't you, where you thought, I'm not really getting um, excited by what I'm doing. Yeah, so it was, it literally happened. I, I was sitting in a meeting and I remember that moment so vividly. And it was one of these strategy meetings and it was before COVID. So everybody was like, live people were in the room. Um, and, um, we were creating a new service offering for our clients, which are for the most part, large banks. And as everybody was talking, suddenly I've heard my voice telling me, Misha, this is not aligned with who you are anymore. And that was truly a moment of choice for me. And I, I use word choice very deliberately because I know as people listening to this, you probably know that at some point, if you're not happy at your job, at some point, you got to make a choice, you know? And what I saw that on one hand, I had this trophy career that was great. I was, you know, I had more accomplishments that I could ever imagine as an immigrant coming to the United States, right? And had great responsibilities and respect, and I was doing great things. 
And I also knew that at some point I paid price for it and I paid a price on it in, in the currency of my soul. And it was getting to the point almost like of irreversible damage. So as well, isn't it? When you're really unhappy in something, it does come out physically because it's constantly on your mind and you feel kind of anxious thinking, how am I going to address this? What am I going to do? What's my next move? Yeah, it's I think our all areas of life are interconnected. So if we're not fulfilled in our work, it impacts our well-being, it impacts our relationships, it impacts like if you have children, that's the blueprint that you're creating for your kids. I think people think that comfort, that that word of comfort is actually it's actually not comfortable because it's really uncomfortable to be in that space. Somehow we're using that word comfort in vain because it's actually there's a price being paid for certain things. And you, you know, at some point that price for me was just too high. And at that moment, you know, I was, I was a breadwinner in the family. I have three small children, right? So I, and I had some ideas about what it would do, but nothing like clearly specific. I definitely didn't have an intention to develop <laughs> career leap wasn't even like in inception at that moment, but I knew that it was my time and I didn't know what it was. It was a little bit of a dive into void. And I, um, I ended up starting like several educational brands because I knew that I wanted to be, I was very interested in personal development and consciousness and in empowering people. So I knew that, so I started a few, two educational brands where I worked with other teachers. And then eventually I had the career leap idea and that's what I've been doing. So once I had that idea, it's kind of like clicked and I kind of very clear that I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing, at least for now, you know? Um, So yeah. So, and I, when I wake up in the morning, one of my key kind of breakthroughs was the concept of career values. And if our job or the organization that we work in or our team, whatever it is, if it's not, or our career is not aligned with our career values, then it doesn't matter what we will try to do. It will create this void that's unfulfillable. So that's why I always say that where you work is more important than what you do. So now my career values are making a difference, clarity and manifesting. And the work that I do is fully aligned with my values. So while being an entrepreneur is not an easy, (laughs) in no way an easy task, I really don't have a question of why I'm doing what I'm doing, should I be doing or should not I've been doing, you know, I don't have that weight of answering these questions. I know I am being in this podcast. I'm here to make a difference with you guys, whoever is listening. I'm here for you to see that it's actually possible and you can do it. And and I'm also, you know, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a very practical human being. I'm, I was a management consulting for too many years. So I want people to produce results. I'm not talking about some, you know, theoretical or metaphysical or <laughs> some kind of uh, intangible things. I developed a method that's very pragmatic, that connects you to your heart, to your purpose, but it's very pragmatic in how you approach your discovery and how you find what you should be doing in life, very pragmatic in how you pursue it, very pragmatic tools that you can use around your mindset that you can use everywhere in your life. So I, my job is to make a difference in this conversation. Yeah. And we're seeing it more and more, I think, where people are taking that leap. I think the pandemic 
uh, and during lockdown has really contributed to that because people have had no choice basically because you know they're used to working and then they may have lost their roles been furloughed and they think well what would I do with my time and they've turned that time into creating a business that they're passionate about passionate about but one thing I will say there's, there's quite a lot of people out there that are too afraid to make that change that maybe are still stuck in a rut and one thing I was looking at on, on your website make the best of your current job situation so before people take that leap it never happens overnight overnight what advice would you give to people who are you know stuck in that rut they want to make the changes and how do they make the best out of their current role first of all I think the the reason that people have so much fear about that and the fear is valid right but part of the fear comes from us not like I'm talking society more broadly, right? We are not educated on the topic of careers. So we taught zillions of things in our lifetime, but nobody teaches us why and how to look for careers. So a lot of people are scared because they really don't have tools. They don't see, they sometimes have some ideas of what they could be doing, but a lot of things that I hear, everything I would love to be doing will never bring me any money. So, you know, so they already stopped at that conversation. But just the fact that they don't have a comprehensive way to examine what truly my options are. And then if you only see a very small part of these options, and those options don't seem to be pragmatic, they might not fit for your kids to, to for their kid for your for your kids' future, then you immediately give up. So one of the things that I want to people leave it is not like that there is no options. It just probably you don't have tools how to examine them. In fact, I will tell you that we live in truly unprecedented times that no other generation had, you know, like number one, I'll give you four arguments for that. So number one is like with pandemic, remote work uh, disappeared a lot of geographic boundaries, meaning that suddenly you have way more options and opportunities that you ever had before which I feel like completely unprecedented. Then if you think about what pandemic has done to our society and business, that there's a lot of transformation happening. There's a lot of new ideas. There are industries are transforming, new services, new ideas are showing up. So we are living at the time of this big business transformation that comes with some pain, but always creates a lot of opportunities. So that's number two. Definitely. Number three, there has this is the time of the smallest barriers ever to start your own business. So when I came up with my career leap idea, I created a website in an hour and I posted on Facebook and on LinkedIn and I got my first three students. I have no idea what it took for people to start a business 30 years ago. And I'm not saying that it's easy to run it, but the barriers to opening up a business are really minimal now. And number four, this is so important, is the access to learning. Right now, you can sit in your couch, you have access to courses, to certificates from Ivy League colleges, you can get online MBAs. Like right now, you can just get educated on so many, there are so many books on so many subjects as never before, podcasts. So there is a way to educate yourself on things in, in a very profound way. So if I take these four things, Nobody ever had like two of them at the same time. Forget about all four. So if not now, if you think that now is not a good time, when do you think it will be a great time? And consider that you're just not examining all of the options that you have. 
And that's, I think that's, uh, that's what's stopping a lot of people. So we're just going to go to a commercial break now and we'll be back in a sec. Welcome back to the show, Appetite for Life, where we're talking to Misha Rubin, founder of The Career Leap. Okay, so let's move on to The Career Leap itself, because I know you've got four pillars, haven't you? So let's talk in more detail about the process and what's involved and what the service offers. So think about The Career Leap as this methodology that has two main parts. One, the first one is what I call a discovery. And the second is a pursuit, right? So discovery is about figuring out what you want to do and what to do in life. Knowing what to do in life is a function of knowing who you are. So the, the, that first part of the discovery, I developed this idea of unique career criteria. So if you could imagine that you are working in an organization and solving the type of problems that actually align with your values. If the type of work that you do is built on your strengths, if the way your job is set up, including compensation and how you produce result, it matches your motivation mechanism. And the way you interact with your team, with the clients, with other people, that you know, that's built on your interpersonal profile. So if you look at these four dimensions and if they format, this is what I call you would be in your thrive zone. You'd be naturally thriving. And in that thrive zone, what would naturally be available is enthusiasm, you know, commitment to results, growth, and peak performance, all the things that we want. So when people tell me I'm not fulfilling my job, I am maybe not growing or I'm not getting a promotion or I'm not making uh, more money. To me, then there is a mismatch between what you currently do and where you're currently doing it with your unique career criteria. Okay, we're going to take a short break and we'll be back in a few minutes to continue talking with Misha Rubin about the career leap. Let me introduce our sponsor, Everything Genetic Limited, specialists in preventative healthcare testing, helping people to identify to see if they are at risk of developing common hereditary cancers and heart conditions. Based in Nantwich, Cheshire, they partner with some of the UK's market-leading laboratories, supplying revolutionary genetic tests to healthcare providers and patients for the detection, diagnosis and treatment planning of cancer, heart disease and other illnesses. One of their main aims is to democratise genetic testing, meaning everyone can take control of their own well-being and healthcare to detect any problems at an early stage when they are most treatable. They also offer a COVID testing service which is on the government list, initially launched to support clinical partners who were unable to get patients in during the pandemic. This service enables patients to come back into clinics to resume all important cancer testing and is available through over 200 partner companies. They offer a comprehensive range of coronavirus COVID-19 test kits and services for individuals, healthcare providers and employers. For more information, visit their website, everythinggeneticlimited.co.uk. Welcome back to the show where Misha Rubin explains to us all about the career leap. So as a part of discovery, I help people uncover 
and articulate their unique career criteria, which is a set of qualities, ways of being characteristic that pertain to who you are right now. So once you know them and you have them in language, then you can actually use them as a criteria. And then what we do, we build what I call the career leap map, which is a list of ideas of where and what you could be doing. And this is such a profoundly fun exercise because you know, we examine different industries, different problems that are being solved within an industry. We are, maybe you have business ideas, maybe you have some childhood dreams. So the intention in this phase is really to unleash all the ideas because one idea leads to the next one but also some exciting for somebody it's so exciting and all these different lines coming out of it and and what they want to do yeah yeah and then the other part of it even some ideas don't seem practical or pragmatic today you might look at this thing in two years and you're like oh my god now i'm ready for this and i look at leaps as not a one-time thing i look as a life as a series of leaps you'll be making in ongoing basis. So once you have the career leap map, then I teach people tools of how to narrow them down, how to investigate them, how to put research behind them. And then that helps people to get to one or two leaps. Uh, some people are very clear about one thing they want to do. Others, you know, others have a long-term leap and a short-term leap, or they might have a business idea. So it might play out in a lot of different ways. It's really within your inquiry you'll discover what is the right thing for you so i love the leaps yes because that's what they are right so in a way so the discovery is about then knowing who you are and your unique career criteria is really kind of an articulated structured way of articulating and knowing who you are and then based on that choosing your direction so that's, I, I, I literally in my, in my work with my students, I demystify all these things. I don't know what I want to do. Should I do this? Oh my God, I, there is nothing I, for me here. It, it, it's just not true. <laughs> Once you go through this type of an exercise, you will have ideas, you'll have practical ideas, you'll have exec- ideas that you can execute. They're identifying who they truly are and you know, look at their strengths and their weaknesses. We don't really look at weaknesses. That's not really the intention. Your career, what you, where you work should be aligned with your values and what you do should be aligned with your strengths. So we really focus on knowing how you produce results. So when we talk about strengths, it's a very pragmatic conversation. And the context for that conversation is if you were to find this perfect organization, that you admire the CEO, right? You admire their mission. You align with what they're doing. And then in a conversation with the CEO, then and and the CEO was like, oh my God, you're you're we have such a values alignment. How do I know what you should do in this organization? Okay. So then your job is to be able to articulate your strengths in a such way that the CEO knows what would be the perfect role for you. Right. Okay. So then you are moving on to uh, how to present and communicate to the world. Yeah. So then the second part is pursuit, right? And the pursuit is, you know, the common way that pe- the way people look for jobs, you know, looking at job postings and everything. I usually say, of course, you can find a job that way, but maybe not that aspirational one that you really want. I think, I'm not saying that's impossible, but it's probably a slim chance that you will discover that exactly so i teach people an unorthodox way 
of how to do their career search. So I invite them if they know their career leap, you know, which is the problem that they want to be solving at their job, right? And if they know their career values and their unique career criteria, they should look and go after these organizations that actually discover these organizations that would be aligned with it. And then pursue those organizations with a compelling messaging. So how then do you reach out to them? I teach my students to write magic letters. And the reason that I call them magic is because they design to produce a nonlinear outcome. So you're pretty much writing to a stranger, you know, and then you want to be able to get a response. I have these amazing stories, you know, uh, Rebecca, who was a nurse for 30 years and who came to me and said, Misha, I'm done with being a nurse. And there are so many options. I have no idea what I want to do. We did the whole unique career criteria. We did the full exercise. And then she decided to be a holistic health coach. And then she said, I want to do more study. I want to take a graduate program. And the deadline was in April. The program deadline was in April and we were in June. So she wrote a magic letter and she got accepted, right? So I have a student who was making a big leap into forensic accounting, like a very different area. And she was looking for a mentor, you know, go find mentor on LinkedIn. You need to write a magic letter. You know, I have a student who work in financial industry and she wants to move an educational company. She wrote a letter to the CEO and he invited her for lunch next week. You know, so these are, so the way we communicate and the, the, the secrets of that communication is you've got to be authentic, meaning you've got to be true to who you are. You've got to be relevant, meaning you need to understand what, what the people that you're writing to, what they are about, what motivates them. And you've got to be transparent about your intentions or maybe gaps in your experiences or whatever it is, you get, have got to be transparent. So you're doing a resume with them to go with the magic letter. Yeah. And that what happens that either people, the right people will be attracted to that and the wrong people will be repelled by that, you know? So you're kind of making it yes or no, a binary answer for that, but you are likely to. And then from there, I teach people how to interview because the traditional interview model, it really sucks. It's when you go and interview, and they quiz you, right? And you pretend to be much better than you are. <laughs> Very kind of uh, misleading way to get to know each other. Mm-hmm. But I say, if you can be authentic, relevant, and transparent in the interviews, then that other party should have enough information to make a conclusion whether they, you're the right person for them. While your job is really to interview them and figure out whether they are the right organization, team, career for you. And then from there, I teach people how to negotiate. So in the pursuit, we go from identifying right organizations to compelling messaging, to interviewing, to negotiation. So we cover all important parts of that process. And how long is that process? I know people's leaps, they might, you know, make, do your courses and then think, right, I'll take that leap in a year's time or two years time or next week. But the training as such, all the information that they're gathering together, how long does that take from someone saying? So my, yeah, my program usually lasts three months. You know, it's a, yeah. And is that daily input for three months or is that a, a several times a week? So we have sessions every other week. And between the sessions, there are assignments. 
I tried to run sessions every week and that was a mistake because people just didn't have a time, yeah. enough time and energy to inquire on all these deep topics that we're thinking about. So um, two weeks give people enough time to prepare for the next session. Um, yeah, it, it definitely has some intensity to it. I work with people. I usually say, listen, if you just want to make you know, a little bit more money or you want to get a little promotion, I'm not the right person for you. You know, go get a recruiter or hire a career coach. But if you're really in a deep inquiry and if you're serious about your next move and you want to examine what's really the right fit for you, then yeah, come work with me. I, I, what I do works. Do you find that, do you find you have bread, the breadwinner of the families coming to you or is it mainly a sub-salary as such that isn't relied on? Is it those type of people that come to you? Well, yeah, so I work with different groups of, of people. I work with mid-career professionals and they come in different shapes and forms. Some of them are breadwinners. Some of them, I've been working with a lot of moms that either coming back to work, you know, after taking some time off or doing something else, or maybe women that did some sacrifices to their careers in order to raise the family and support their spouses. So they, and then there is a time comes when maybe the kids are old enough, maybe they just feel ready. It's time for them to do what they should be doing. Um, so yeah, and then, and then, you know, I have a leaders lead program for like senior executives and community leaders. Those are the people that want to examine their next big leap. I have, I, I worked also, I started working with high, high school and college students for, um, to discover. I feel like high school is such a great time to start your inquiry about what you, so I work with large, I work with people that kind of retire, whatever that word means for some, or they want to retire without retiring. Uh, so, yeah, I work with a wide group of people in, in different programs and in different uh, settings. So how long have you been doing this, Misha, the, the, career, the career leap? Um, and how long ago was it you left your, your high-flying corporate role? How, how do you see your, your role progressing in the future? So I've been doing what I'm doing for like maybe 16, 16 months now. Um, so it's over a year it's, and the way I see, you know, my dream is that, um, there is, um, uh, there is career education for children, for adults, um, for people in different places. So people can choose right career. So I would like my method to become a gold standard of, of that, you know, and I have, I, I think I'm building a lot of structures for people to be able to do it. I, you know, so yeah, so that's my mission is to basically bring this education to people. I also, you know, would like to work more with organizations. So in my programs of Legacy Leap, I work with CEOs too. So they not only uh, have financial success in their ventures, but they also leave legacy with their organizations. And I have very clear views on how to align organization to value system. So yeah, so I have a lot of plans. I usually say I'm a small fish with a big plan. Um, and here I am. Brilliant. 
So Misha, for our listeners, if people are thinking, that's me, I need a career change, I'm ready. How do they get in touch with you and any, any social media pages or websites, fire away? So there are two ways you can get in touch with me. Um, if you want to learn more about me and my programs, I would go to MishaRubin.com. That has a lot of information about me and some free training and some many of my interviews and my story. But if some of you are listening to this and say, oh my God, this is me, I'm ready. This is my moment of choice. I'm ready to dive in, uh, to go to thecareerleap.com and you will see the schedule of my next programs. You can also set up time with me um, and yeah, let's do it. Brilliant. Oh, it's been so great talking to you today. Thank you for tuning in because I believe you're in New York. Yes, thank you, Karen. Yes, I am. So as the world's waking up, we're kind of winding down for the evening in the UK over here. Well, not quite, but almost. Uh, so I wish you all the best with the career leap and anything that you plan for the future. And maybe we'll talk again. Okay, Karen, I, I, I will welcome that. You've been listening to my podcast, Appetite for Life, also supported by sponsor, Dane Bank House Dental Practice, where happiness starts with a smile. Would you like to be a guest on this show? Or maybe you're interested in a sponsorship package. For any further information, you can find me across various social media platforms as Karen Kelly Podcasts, or send me an email, karenindakelly at btinternet.com.